Hey, everybody, this is Jay-Z bringing you your Wednesday dose of the midweek muscle. And as I have been sharing the story that I want to share stories, I have another special guest joining us. Everybody give a round of applause. Yay! We have a very dear and respected friend of mine who has been doing some phenomenal things over the course of the years. And I don't want to give away her story because she's here to tell it to you. Amidst some of her great stories that she has to share, she's also had some trials that are very near and dear to a lot of our hearts. And so I hope you will find our guest in a special place in your heart today. And you can really feel out what she has to say as a part of her story. So without further ado, welcome guest. Hello. How you doing Thanks out there? <laughs> hey. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. It's an honor to have you. So why don't you tell us, uh, tell us your name and who you are and uh, yeah, tell us who you are. All right. Perfect. Well, I've got my elevator speech ready. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, my name's Catherine Sweeney. I am based out of right outside Washington, D.C. Used to be a Hoosier, but now in the D.C. metro area. But I am the content creator for um, my blog, Dreamy Realist, which is a um, mainly focuses on, you know, size fashion, but trends that anyone can relate to and the struggles in fashion that we may have and the ups and the downs. But uh, so that's my blog. And then also I'm owner of Take Two Styling, which is a closet clean out side business. So I come into your home, help you clear the clutter, organize your life, you know, utilize the most out of your closet. So really in the fashion industry, but that's pretty much what I do. That's who I am. <laughs> that's very awesome. Can you come and clean, clean my closet? <laughs> I need some um, help. <laughs> well, based on the style that I know you have, it might be kind of hard to do but I think we can make it happen. <laughs> awesome. So, Catherine, thank you so much for being on. For everyone that's just listening in, we have Catherine Feeney, um, who is a big-time blogger for uh, the content creator for Dreamy Realist, and she is a the owner of Take-Two Styling. Um, so, Catherine, tell us, what was your first job? Well, my first job um, was actually working at Claire's <laughs> at the mall. Oh, you were so cute. I can just imagine it. Um, so yes. tell us where you were this time last year. Yeah, so um, it's funny how fast the years can go by because I, you know, when you say that question, I'm like, hmm, where was I? And I feel like it just feels like a blur. But when I really start to think about, you know, these past couple months and where I've been, this time last year, I was just in the process of launching Take Two Styling, which is the my like closet cleanout and like partial styling business that I um, had just mentioned to you in our intro. So I was going through the, you know, like any entrepreneur out there that's listening or um, anyone that has dreams of starting up their own business, you know, writing out your plan and, you know, getting input from others, piloting your plan, working out the kinks. Even you, Janelle, you know this too from, you know, starting up the podcast. Oh, I do. So, so I was in that mode of, um, you know, taking my blog to the next level, you know, creating more serious content, more consistent content, more high quality photos, and, you know, trying to really just kind of relate to my audience, just like taking things up a notch, I guess, if you want to say it that way. <laughs> so, but yeah, I was still in DC. I currently work a full-time job as well. 
So these are things on the side that I do, but the side hustles feel like full-time hustles to me, actually. So, so yeah, I was just wearing a lot of hats, if you know what I mean. I can 100% attest to that. Yeah. So sure. tell us what got you to the point where you decided this is what I want to do. I want to, I want to blog. I want yeah, to sure. do take two styling. Like what, what mm-hmm. got you in the headspace of this is what I want to yeah. do. Like what happened there? Yeah. So the, so I'll start off with the blog. So with the blog, it was three years ago. I, um, had received the news that, you know, my father, um, unfortunately got diagnosed with cancer. So, you know, a lot of ups and downs for our family, you know, he was going through chemo and, you know, my dad was one of those people in your life. That's like your rock, your person that is like your Mm -hmm. go-to who who is your cheerleader, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you know, to see somebody that's been the person that, you know, was able to raise a family, you know, work full-time job, commute in and out of Chicago every day, be at every single sports event, coach all my teams, and somehow get a workout in and maintain friendships. Like, he was like, just like, I like strive to be like that. As Superman. You know, with you, you know, right. Mm-hmm. Superman, exactly. Um, so during that time, we were in that process of just needing a bone marrow donation. I was one that had the kind of the highest match slash also my lifestyle was it was just a perfect fit and of course you know it was my dad so I would have done anything for him so you know a lot of emotional ups and downs it was just really intense I felt like I needed to find my emotional outlet like what was that going to be instead of me sitting here being so worried about what could happen where can I take that energy to in a positive way so I started to you know, just kind of think about ways that I could do things on the side of my full-time job and outside of very social personality, very, you know, into a lot of those kind of things, but just something I could do for me. That's where I just Googled how to start a blog. <laughs> and uh, like, literally, it's how like simple it was. It was Interesting. Just like, how do I do it? And found a platform. It t- I'm not going to lie. If you look at some of my beginning posts, it, they're it, like all over the place, you know, but, but that's the way it started was, you know, finding my niche, finding what I'm, what I was good at talking about, like finding and working out those kinks until I found where I was today, where I pretty much strictly talk about fashion and body positivity, the closet clean out, minimizing your life, clearing, clearing out the crap. You're, you're always keeping in mind what's, what are the important things, you know? So, um, so it's a mixture of all of that kind of stuff, but, but I will say it's, it's sometimes when you're being tested in life the most that, really great things can come out of it. So that's where, you know, I'm very proud of today and I work really hard to, you know, perfect. So kind of where, where I started. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. You know what I'm, I'm over here baffled at in writing down is you're talking about clearing out the crap and clearing out the clutter and you're, you're going yeah. through all that yourself. Like how, yeah. <laughs> how can that possibly be something that you want to do? Sorting out the priorities, I guess, makes that it yeah, gives you more clarity. Hand. Isn't that funny? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah crazy. Weird. Like when you can manage to organize the clutter in your life, you can manage mm-hmm. to see where your yeah. opportunities and where your priorities lie. Yeah, taking care of what you own and taking, um, respecting what you own, and you know the hard work that you've done to to buy that shirt that may be from Target. Or from, you know, Louis Vuitton, you know, or the person Louis Vuitton. It's all about having respect for things in your life that I'm taking care of those things. Sure. And that can play in your personal, emotional part of your life or 
you know, even into your closet. So like you said, it all kind of plays hand in hand and to be able to see everything you own and have it right in front of you. And there's nothing to hide. There's nothing hidden in bin in your attic or under your bed anywhere. It's all right in front of you. I mean, that can all kind of play into your own personal life too. You, you are aware of your, you know, emotions or your situations or this and that. So yeah, I mean, I think it all kind of oddly ties in together. It's kind of funny. <laughs> and look but, at you, you're yeah. being all creative and, you know, and, know. and showing your side of the brand and your true entrepreneur at heart, because look, you're bringing it back full circle to how it relates to your brand. And here I'm speaking metaphorically, like, oh, when you can yeah. clear out the clutter in your life. <laughs> yes, I know. You're making me feel all deeper now. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of liking this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you're enlightening me here. Midweek muscle. There you go. There we go. So that's, that's a good, perfect segue though. So tell us about a time where your head told you something different than your heart. Okay. Well, the one thing that comes to mind is, you know, when I was two years ago, um, two years ago, I really started to get serious about, especially on the blog side of things. This is before I launched take two, but on my blog, I was, you know, trying to get better content, more consistent content, more niched into, you know, into, into fashion is where I wanted to kind of stick to, um, you know, better quality photos, et cetera. It's one of those things where we all can easily start to compare ourselves to others, you know, in good ways and bad ways. I think it's good to find your mentors or find people you aspire to somewhat be like, but not be them. You have to be yourself, right? So, right. so I think it's like this, it's this crazy mixture of that kind of stuff. So I feel like I was going through a phase of looking at all of these bloggers I aspire to be like or just other women and just really getting in my head about I should change my name, Dreamy Realist. What does that even mean? How are people going to know that's a fashion blog? What kind of brand am I creating? I need to change it. I need to change it. And I was just, you know, I'd be up all night thinking about what I need my name to be and you know, when you read a lot of articles and they say that your name is like your forefront and it's so important to choose the right one and there's all these rules you have to follow. That's my head is telling me, right? But, you know, I let a couple of days pass by and I was actually at a, at a networking event for bloggers kind of in my local community here and they asked me, you know, what's my blog name? What's it about? And when I said it out loud, like, oh, I'm, you know, this content creator, dreamy realist, fashion dreamer on a realistic budget. Like, I said it, and I was like, that is just me. Like, that is just, that is what it is. So I just had to just follow my heart, stop stressing about it, and go with this brand that I'm creating. And it doesn't have to be like everybody else. It's just what is me. At the end of the day, does it sound like a very minimal thing to somebody else probably? But, you know, like I said, I, I hold my, my blog, another extension of my life. For me, that was a time that I really, I went through a bit of a struggle about being true to who I am and who others are. And I just, I needed to, to stick to my son. And meanwhile, I'm over here like, boom, goes the dynamite. Like, what? That is, that's the first time you've ever described yourself as that to me. Fashion dreamer <laughs> on a realistic budget. Like, that yeah. explains it yeah. all. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. like my mind, I'm like, I'm over here mind blown. Like, oh, you should see my face right now. Uh, <laughs> so you kind of, you kind of told us what, what you did and, and how you come, how you've come to work that out. And the biggest thing that I, I took away from that is just simply is that you began following a direction of people doing it well. Right. Like, taking on initiative from people who are doing it well. I think oftentimes when we're consulting in our trusted groups or our personal groups, we tend to take advice from people not 
in that pathway or not Mm -hmm. doing the things that we want to do. So for them, it could sound really great, but they don't know how to support us. Or to them, it could sound like a really bogus idea, but it's like, excuse me, you know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but you're Mm -hmm. not doing a great job as a blogger either, you know, or you're Mm -hmm. not doing a great Mm -hmm. job as an entrepreneur or running a business yourself. So you, you know, how are you at liberty to give me advising on something that you've not done or that you've not been exposed to? like a stay in your lane, but support others along the way. You know what I mean? There's going to be these little stops where you're going to have to, you know, support others in their mission, but also remember to like stay your course, you know, like it's like that weird balance, you know, something I could totally, I totally see what you mean. And yeah. it's, it's, it's so important to be able to be supportive, but mature enough to say, I love what you're doing. Here's how I can get you to the right person where I, I right. see what you're trying to do. And although I may not be able to help you, here's someone who might can, or I was reading this, what about this? Mm -hmm. Um, As opposed to just taking my advice for sound advice, and that's the only advice that you're going to get it because I love you or because I care about you. Right, right. So that's awesome. I love that. So are you, like, are you following your dream right now? Like you said, you're doing this, like, side-time hustle, backslash full-time, full-time hustle, and then you're working your full-time job. So are are you walking in the way of your dreams right now? Yeah, I'd say absolutely. I mean, I don't know if any of your listeners feel this way, but when you just have that kind of feeling in the pit of your stomach of just like, there's like something that you need to be doing that's outside of this nine to five life, uh, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong. And, and, you know, and some people may feel it and some people may not. You know, there's nothing wrong with not feeling it because I feel like everyone's passions are going to be in different categories. They, it may not be in starting your own business. It could be in, in fitness or personal development or you know, your family, it could be in so many different things. But for me, and it comes in different times, too. So, you know, just because yes. you haven't felt oh, it totally. yet doesn't mean that it's not there or that 100%. it's not going to show up. Yes. Absolutely. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, you know, my timing just happened, you know, I'd say even though I've had this blog for almost three or four years, like it didn't really hit me until about two years ago, you know, so it's like, it's like that funny kind of kind of timing thing. And, you know, I, I look at life like, with what I'm doing right now, you know, I do it as a side hustle. Do I want to have it be full time? Of course I do. But, you know, got to take care of, you know, got to gotta look out for number one in terms of, you know, responsibilities and, and timing is everything. You, you know, know it. And, yeah. And so for me personally, it's like, yes, I'm doing this on the side. But for me, my timing right now, this is what is working for me. And so I'm still, you know, working my, my tush off, <laughs> you know. So, I got you. So, you know, um, but enjoying it and you have to enjoy it. I think if you're doing, if you're in these kind of things for the wrong reasons, if you're in it for money or for fame or for anything, you know, you're in it for the wrong reason. You got to do it because you're passionate about it. You you know, you got to, you got to do it for, for your, for yourself, not for the, you know, the materialistic things that can be behind it. So, you know, I love communicating my message to other women that may feel the same way that I do about we can we can talk about these things and you know dreams change every five years. That's interesting. Five years. So who knows where you know where this could lead? But I think right now it's like I'm on the right path. Uh, you have to do something that you're passionate about, and I think it's important to know that your passion will change from moment to moment, uh, but right. it will still be the thing that gets you up out of bed, and it will still exactly. be the thing that keeps you going, even if you've had a tough day or tough week or tough month. Right. And whatever it is that you're doing, you're still motivated by that why. 
and I've talked about that in a, in, in a couple podcasts before, is like, mm-hmm. you know, you have to discover your why. And your why and I will love, eventually I carry I love when you said that. Mm-hmm. Yep, I love, when, I, when, I listened to your, when I listened to that podcast, I loved when you said, what's your why? And, you know, it's just like, it's such a funny, it's, like, it's such a very simple sentence. When you ask that, you really got to think about what gets you out of bed and, like, why are you doing what you're doing? You know, and it's right. just. It's it's a good question for self reflection. I really did. After that cast, I I had to write it down. I wrote it down <laughs> what my why was, and I put it next to my computer, and I like look at it every day. Like for real, yeah. I really did. Awesome, you know? and I love hearing that because it's a. I mean, I can't take credit for that. You know, I got that from Simon Sinek uh, in this really great book. It was Start with Why. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. as soon as I read that book, I thought, you know, you have to figure out the reason that motivates you because the reason the moment you start operating in that in that passion or in those footsteps your passion right. is going to change but it's still going to be the thing that gets you up out of bed every morning exactly and it's, it's exactly. amazing how it changes like you said from year to year like when life changes happen and you know the death of a loved one or the birth of a uh, of a new one or or mm-hmm. the, the, a relationship that develops or right. a, a relationship that dissolves it, it your why's change um mm-hmm. and it's important to have that written Absolutely. down and looked at every day. Oh yeah, for sure. So how has, um, you know, following in what you feel passionate about and following in your dreams, how has it challenged you and how has it motivated you? Like what, mm-hmm. tell us about some of those challenges and, and the motivation you've gotten from it. Yeah. You know, I'd say, um, I think <laughs> I like, it's almost like if you look at your, like the emoji, the face emoji options in your phone, like how they're from like, happy to sad to angry to sick like <laughs> like simply put I feel like I have like felt every single one of those mm-hmm. just, just let alone in this past year I think seriously <laughs> I feel you. you know um and you know so it's um but how it had like how it's challenged me I, I don't know it's these times that you that you're tested I feel like is the times that like show how tough you are you know and spends and you're like whoa, I'm actually, no, I am okay. Like, I've got my two feet here. They're planted on the ground. I've got a beating heart, you know, the care of, of loved ones in my life. Like, things are going to be okay. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like almost like a meditative kind of thing. And forgive me if I'm stepping out of bounds here, but I think you have that personal take because you have experienced the loss of life, correct? Yeah. So my um, my uh, my dad, who I, you know, We've done the bone marrow donation, had given him, technically the, the bone marrow donation didn't graft together, but it did put him into like a remission. It gave him four more years of life and four more years that he was able to, you know, spend time with me and my sisters, brother-in-law, family, everybody, you know, his wife being able to go on you know, the road trip he wanted to go on and <laughs> go mm-hmm. to more of the White Sox games he wanted to go to and cross things off that bucket list. But like that, yeah, that happened a couple months ago. Yeah, it's one of those things that there's a void, and I don't think anything will be ever be the same. But I'm just so blessed that we have, you know, all these memories with him. So, and thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. But I, I think when you put it into perspective, is like life is too short to stay mm-hmm. in a place that is not caring and not loving exactly. and not supportive mm-hmm. and not yeah. allowing you to live life as fully and as authentic as you want to. Even if it may challenge you, um, you know, mm-hmm. what's it worth? Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's okay to be challenged and to grow um, and to live in a great depth within your, within your passion and within, in, within learning people who can give you more authenticity 
But it, mm-hmm. you know, if you're doing this and just going through the day to day and it's, it's mundane and it's dry, what's it worth? What's it truly right. worth? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, it's good to just sit and do some self-reflection on where you're at presently, where you want to be, you know, in the, the near future, what's your long-term, you know, and just really like sit and write those down, even though those may change every other month. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not really, sometimes I'm not a believer in the five-year plan because that five-year plan can totally just get turned around real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Fall out beneath you. you know, you know, just, just taking those those moments and just realizing, yeah, how precious life is and and how how quickly it can be be taken from you. And so it's it's been hard, but you know, it's been one of those things that I think has, for me personally, just made me work harder on my blog and what I'm creating and and the life and the life I want to create for myself. Like what, you know, I write that down. I'm like, what kind of life do I want? What what? It doesn't have to be a big house, a nice car. It's not those kind of things. It's like it could be even emotional stuff. It could be, you know, and, and, and to each of us, that's, those are our own private things. I think that like you write those down, you, you, you keep them, you keep them to yourself and you stay in your lane and you, and you, and you focus on you, you know, and, and do those kind of things. So I feel like that's kind of where I'm at right now is, is um, trying to create that path, you know, for myself too. So. And, and I think that's so deep and that's so real because when you can learn to take care of yourself, in the best possible way, you will mm-hmm. ultimately take care of the people around you. But until yeah, you learn like that, that self-love. That, yeah, that like airplane quote or something, isn't it? Like when the oxygen mask comes down, you need to put it on yourself first before yeah. you put it on the little ones around you, people that need assistance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like, I, I seriously like, I don't, know where, I don't know where I heard that from, but um, but it's so true. You're it right. Is. you got to look out for yourself, take care of yourself. So So you can take care of your community. Mm -hmm. So, Miss Catherine, if there is one piece of advice that even just one listener could take away, maybe it were advice to your younger self, Mm -hmm. what would that piece of advice be? I think it's kind of two-part. I kind of have like a funny one, but then I also have kind of a serious one. So Give it to us, baby. Yeah. So, um, you know, I about, you know, when I first found out my dad was diagnosed um, with cancer, you know, I was going through a job transition. I was living in a place that I wasn't really fond of um, or wasn't able to find the right opportunities. Um, And actually, that was when we met, Jonah. I was going to say, I remember those moments quite well. Yes, I do. Silver silver lining, 100%. I mean, that's how we met. So there you go. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it it was a time, the first time in my life where I was really tested. I was like, what? what is going on here? I remember I was on the phone with my mom, just having the biggest pity party on earth. I mean, I was just, just going on and on about this and that and poor me, poor me. And she stopped me and she goes, you know what, Nancy, I need you to get your lipstick on and I need you to get out the door. Basically, I was like, what does that even mean? Like what? She's like, that means you've given yourself some time to feel, you know, to feel bad for yourself. Now it's time to like take control of your life and make things happen. And I was like, you're totally right. Uh, like a week later or something, I made the decision to move to D.C. I applied for my first job. I got it. It was like a full-time job, good situation. And, you know, things started to come together here really kind of more in line and more more in line and seamless than I thought it was, even though there's those trials in that too. And, you know, but my second one is more about just simply put following your gut. Like, it doesn't feel right, probably not right, you know, and – I think anybody can interpret that however they want, whether it's in relationships or if it's in, 
your current work situation, um, you know, an opportunity that presents itself to you. You know, I think it's it's good to go out. It's good to take risks, but you know, sometimes you just have that in, that kind of gut intuition that drives us that's that saying maybe it's not such a good idea. And it's it's good to, to tune into that sometimes, not to let it run your life, but just tune into it. Simply put, I love what you said. It following your gut. I think that's no matter which way we interpret it, and to each our own. But your gut is simply the universe trying to align you with what you should and should not be doing. Um, mm-hmm. It's God's yeah. way of telling you like, hey, I'm giving you this gut reaction so you can think before you actually act on it. And I, it's, it's, yeah. it's really hard to explain, but I love that. If following your gut is you have to be courageous enough to do it um, and you have to recognize when it's actually yeah. kicking in. So, yeah. One last question. Tell us the last mm-hmm. time you experienced a muscle moment. And if you are just tuning in for the first time, a muscle moment is the time in your life where your head didn't actually match up with what your heart was telling you to do. Tell us mm-hmm. the last time you had one of those moments. What was it and what'd you do? Yeah, you know, um, I would say this, you know, happened about, you know, about about three months ago that my father passed away. After that all happened, you know, it was pretty intense. And, and I was also going through some other personal kind of transitions as well in a relationship and such. And at that time, I, I think I had been stretched probably. I felt like I had been stretched as far as I could emotionally. You know, I'm just like how I cannot take on one more thing. I just, I'm, I'm just emotionally out of gas. Like I've got nothing. I've got nothing left in me. And then that turned into why am I, you know, I'm not going to, I'll be completely honest. I went through a phase of why am I, why am I even doing this blog anymore? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this closet clean out stuff? Why am I doing that? And just really letting, you know, in my, letting my head get to me, you know, of, of, of just being really hard on myself, being very critical of myself and, and just losing and losing myself in, in a lot of this. But, you know, so you know, I, I had that time to, to mourn and, and to feel. And I, and I think, you know, mourning's a funny thing is I feel like it's everyone mourns in very different ways. And it's hard to define mourning, you know, mm-hmm. but for me, I felt like it needed to turn into um, my heart was saying, no, like you've worked so hard to, you know, get connected in your community with all these other amazing bloggers that inspire you here. Like you've you know, um, you've made so many great new friends, new relationships here, and you don't want to lose those. And, you know, you've worked so darn hard on your blog and creating content and being content you're proud of. And, you know, with the closet cleanup, I'd like to, to, to start a side business to feel like, I truly feel like an entrepreneur. And I, you know, um, my heart was telling me, you've worked too hard for this to throw in the towel now. And I feel like if my dad, I always remember if my dad was standing in front of me right now, he'd be like, come on, Cass, like, come on, like, let's go. Like that's, and that's usually what his saying was like, let's go. I'm glad I listened to my heart in that. No, I'm not giving up on this. I need to keep moving forward. This is what gets me out of bed and gets me excited every day. So I cannot, I can't let that go. You know, I'm, and I'm very blessed to have that, this passion that I found at the age that, you know, the age that I am and where I'm at in life. And these kind of things will present themselves to everybody at different times in their life. And you can't mm-hmm. rush that process. You're built for this. <laughs> like I need, I need that on like a T-shirt quote. Like, you're built for this. <laughs> I just need to start 
Brandy now. For this. Yes, your cheerleader's <laughs> still there, girl. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Catherine, I just want to take the time to thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the words of wisdom that you've dropped and blessed us with this time around. It has been nothing short of amazing. This time has been truly yeah. exciting and truly, truly fun to have. Like, you should just see me right now. I'm just elated. Um, oh. I, you know, <laughs> no, if, thank you for having me. This is so much fun. I felt like it was a, it was like, um, I felt like therapy a little bit. I felt good. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> and, about this stuff, you know? and if you guys are listening out there, I hope you were able to take away uh, some precious gems that Catherine felt so readily to share with us today, even though the moments and some of the subject matter that she talked about were tough. Like what you heard, if you want to be sharers of a good news, please, please, please share Catherine's Please share Catherine's interview uh, by going to the Midweek Muscle on Facebook. You can catch us on our website, the www.themidweekmuscle.com. You can also catch us on Instagram at the Midweek Muscle. And for Miss Catherine, I see you over there, girl, Facebook live in it with Curvy Co. Like doing yes. so many collaborations. What did I see? P11 photography. So many people. If people want to yes. learn more about Take Two Styling or about Dreamy Realist, which I'm loving that name you dropped. Yes. Dreamy Fashion <laughs> on a Realist Budget. Tell oh, them no. how they can find more of you and what you do. Yeah. Yeah, so my blog is um, dreamyrealist.org. So that's D-R-E-A-M-Y-R-E-A-L-I-S-T.org. And you can catch um, closet organizing and closet cleaning out tips um, like posts on Tuesdays. And I typically post about fashion on Thursdays. So you can find a mix on those. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at dreamyrealist underscore. And on Facebook, I'm at Dreamy Realist Blog. On Twitter, I'm at Dream Real Fash Number Three. Pinterest, uh, Dreamy Realist. And uh, if you're wanting to schedule an appointment for uh, my closet cleaning out business, you can also visit my website. Um, that's separate from my blog. It's Take2Styling.Squarespace.com. So that's T-A-K-E, the number two, Styling.Squarespace.com. Or you can just shoot me an email <laughs> too at uh, dreamyrealistfashion at yahoo.com. Um, but, you know, I'd say the easiest way to get a hold of me if you want to chat fashion, just message me on Instagram. Um, well, thank you. It was wonderful. I had so much fun. You know, and I love your podcast. You're doing got a mission. You're doing the work. And, you know, I've been, I've been tuning in every Wednesday. I look forward to it. <laughs> Well, I, it only is made possible through people like you. So for that, I give you a total hearts up. Hashtag hearts up. Hashtag hearts up. No. Yes, get that trend going. <laughs> um, well, y'all heard the woman. Go check her out. She's, uh, you know, doing collaborations with several other bloggers and uh, small businesses out there that is really supporting her brand and supporting her fashion. And she has really great tips. So go ahead, go on over there and support her too. Um, and as always, we are happy to have you and have the most powerful, inspiring and encouraged week ever. And we hope to see you next week. And until then, let's go.